Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the And welcome to the big show. <laughs> He's never seen the opening. Josh, you going to join us? I wish I could. What do you got going on over there, big guy? You still trying to get the uh, Facebook Live thing going? Have Seth sign it in. You know the show is being listened to very carefully by the great one. He's he's on via satellite. I just asked him if he was going to call in, and uh, and he said uh, no. Actually, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I said Pam made it, and you didn't make it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those of you who have not listened to the show on a daily basis which I know of the hundreds of thousands of people that do listen to the show worldwide. Uh, uh, that's very few people. Uh, my brother, Alec Baldwin, is here with us this morning to uh, do the entire show. Big Al, what's happening? Well, we're here with the show sponsored by Cue the Music. Good cue, Mo. Nice and tight, baby. Nice and tight to the cue. I love that. It's like big time radio here. Yeah. We got the mold on the mix here. Today's show was brought to you by Glazed and Confused Donuts, who came in and brought us a box of donuts that could probably kill everyone in this building with the sugar that's in them. But thank yeah. you to, what's the guy's name who came in here? Vinny! Vinny from Glazed and Confused. Yeah, Vinny came Fantastic. in and did the right thing, didn't he? They brought us all kinds of crazy donuts, boy. Vinny texted me last night. He goes, I heard your brother's coming on, man. I'm, I'm doing the whole show. I'm doing the whole show. I'm sponsoring the whole show. How much so, is it to sponsor the whole show? You know what? I don't know. Two, Ten million dollars. Couple, 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 about about 40, nine donuts? $40,000 a second. <laughs> Do you realize what you show sell. you're on right yeah. now? I'm on the big show, man. You're on the big, big show, big show. That's all. Joshy Josh, so good to see you. Baby. Yeah, we're not streaming? on Facebook Live. No, because I violated Facebook's policies yesterday somehow. What'd you do? Wow. I streamed some kind of song. You, you I sold information to the Russians? I did. I oh. gave it right to the Russians, and now I'm, now I'm blocked. On this show or on your show? On the other one, and I played So a your song. show screwed us. Yeah, I screwed you. Did you post a hog <sighs> pick? No, I play, you can't play music on Facebook, and I did, and now I'm in Facebook jail. You're banned. So I gotta, have, banned. Uh, I gotta have big Seth Goldberg come in here and log in as him. Seth, if you're listening, maybe... Uh, wake Seth's up. gonna do some work. <laughs> Seth, That's he can roll out of happen. bed and come. I in. saw Sal's own walk by. Mm, I'm sure he's in Facebook jail as well. Yeah, he's in Facebook jail. Facebook yeah. jail. We're all screwed. Here comes Seth, ladies and gentlemen. Xander, this is Seth. Yeah, Seth, go ahead and uh, just remove my account and add your account. Thank you. Yeah. Is, is Seth here to do the show with us, or he's just here for the donuts, or he's here no, for the free Wi Fi? Does, he, does he, he look for? like he's here for some donuts? Take a look at him. He's technical support. Seth's our accountant. <laughs> he's te- <Yeah>. he tech support. <laughs> <laughs> he's the entire tech support office. Yeah. He's totally the tech support. Seth, you want a donut? No, I'm good. Wow, <laughs> Seth turned down the donut? Mm hmm. That's kind of crazy. I never thought that. Salzone would never turn down the donut. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that puts donuts under his shirt and takes them home. They're all stuck to him later on. <laughs> so he can That's eat beautiful. for the week. Look at this. There's Lisa, and Beth is walking around. She won't come on the show. Your sister you, Beth is here. Yeah, you want Beth on? No, I don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> We've got enough dead air on the show as it is. Wow. <laughs> Beth gets thrown under the bus. All right, I want to go right into something that's really bothering me. So and we'll, we'll explain it to you because you're not as savvy probably to what's going on in Syracuse. Um, this kid, Darius Basley, is our number one recruit. He's one of the best basketball players in all of high school. So he commits to come to Syracuse. 
and they use a scholarship on him, and they fill a pretty big void. We're waiting. He's a for high time. school ball player being recruited by the colleges. Not recruited, signed. Sorry. He decommits. Where's he from? He decommits yesterday and says, "I'm going to the G League, which is like the minors for the NBA." And says, "I'm not going to come after." Where's he from originally? Somewhere uh, in Ohio. Yeah, okay. he's, he's OH10. <clears throat> you remember the OH10 story? Ohio is OH10. Is that a thing for you? No, he doesn't remember the family story. I'll have to tell him on air later. So this kid screws Syracuse yesterday. He's like, you know, he's probably a one and done anyway. He's going to play one season. So the question is, was it a better move for him to go play in the G League in the NBA, which I think is like, you know, no man's land, versus playing in the ACC on national television for a team that's going to probably be ranked in the top 10 had he been part of it? Pull them all, bring it home. Uh, I tend to think I, I can't hate a kid for wanting to make money. Thirty thousand dollars a year. It's thirty grand more than he's going to make it. Thirty thousand dollars a year. Is that all it is? Is thirty k? Yeah, thirty k to play in the G League. Yeah, that's like come on. Really, Daniel makes that per episode in here. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, I get Xander and I make thirty one. <laughs> I get paid, I get paid the per line on a TV show. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, but do you think that's a bad idea? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, he's the first kid to ever do it. I guess we'll find out if it was a bad idea. There's no. There's no so we get history. thirty grand. But so, so obviously, if it's only thirty grand, educate me here. He's doing it. Why? He thinks that this is his doorway into the into the NBA. Well, he believes, according to his his explanation about it, he believes that if he goes in and plays in the G League, he's playing against guys that are already better than college players. Right. This is his theory. But what I'm what, what he's wrong about is. That first of all, just playing on Syracuse, he's going to play with two guys that are going to the NBA for right. sure. So he is playing against talent that's going to go to the NBA. Um, I, I take the one case that I know because I used to have to guard the kid every weekend is is Kyle Wilcher. When I lived in Oregon, Wilcher, a seven footer who played the only kid to ever play on two different Final Four teams, and he played for Kentucky and won a national title, then transferred to Gonzaga and made it to the Final Four there. He got signed by Houston, went to the G League. He's been there for four years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's a great player. When you go, if you don't get the, you know into the league within a year or two, you're probably not going to go to the league. You're just not going. So this guy's going to – I guess he thinks that this is going to beeline him into the league faster when actually you, there are guys that become very popular like a Hurley. You know what I mean? Bobby Hurley who coaches Arizona State. Now that guy wasn't an NBA quality player. He wasn't. But he was so legendary with Leitner and Duke and what he did there that he was a shoe in for the fans you know, to want him to play. You think, so, this, you think this guy's less likely to make it in the, in the I don't NBA? think he sees a single day in the NBA, no. You, you, feel, you feel the same way? This you know, decision I, will, he's going to get in the NBA whether he comes to Syracuse or does the G League. Whether decision, he's successful in the NBA is... This decision cost him his ability to play in the NBA, in my opinion. No, he'll he go. He never plays. He'll go. You think so? He'll go I, I, I look at it completely different, which is that I always tell people, you know, like you could go to Syracuse for four years and while you're there, you could... Enjoy four years of college life and expand yourself and lay the groundwork for your life beyond pro sports. You could meet your wife. You know, like, like life happens. You know, I always tell people like in acting school, they'll, they'll come to me and say, well, how am I going to make it? How am I going to get an agent? And how am I going to get, you know, make it in the business? And I go, well, you know, I don't know how you're going to make it. I don't have any <laughs> advice to you about how to make it, but how to explore this kind of work and enjoy your life and enjoy yourself and do something that you really can uh, – have a good time and, and learn a lot about yourself. I said that I can help you with, but everybody seems so quick to want to make it. Everybody wants to, which I which I understand. You know, what are you tough. pointing at me, Mo? There's a phone call. That's what we're here Let's for. Take the call, Doug in Syracuse. What do you got, Doug? Um. Well, 
You know what, Daniel, I'm wondering, it seems as if all of the Baldwin boys are in town, so I'm wondering if there's any possibility that we might see an old-timer's He Is Risen Bowl this weekend. Wow. Wow, somebody quoting the He's Risen. So what he's talking to you about is, uh, we used to play the Turkey Bowl every Thanksgiving. It was a major, it was always Alec was quarterback in one team, I was quarterback in the other, and we'd go head-to-head, and we'd pick from our brothers, our sisters, and the neighborhood kids, and we played in... The granddaddy of all, the Turkey Bowl. Spawned from the Turkey Bowl was um, the Baby Jesus Bowl, which was played Christmas Day. (laughs) So, so, you know, we we decided that we had to expand the bowl field, and we we then started playing two bowl games. Now, Now, of course, we played the Turkey was 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 the standard it, it, it was it was the uh, uh the super bowl really yeah. of, the, of the bowl games well after a couple of frustrating outings for me in the baby jesus bowl uh, we decided to came up with the He's a Risen bowl he is a risen bowl the he has a risen bowl was played on easter sunday the he third. is a risen he's a risen yeah he is a risen that he has a risen no he he's is. a risen no, he's. No, no. See, this is why. You know, yeah, this is why you didn't. This is why you're here doing this radio this show. And this is why. And, you know, I, and, I, and I passed the the uh, Wonderlick test. This is why you didn't, yeah. That's on the Wonderlick test. By you the way, took the Wonderlick te- test. What did you score? <coughs> I scored fifty out of fifty. You didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, liar. That doesn't surprise Total you. Total liar. So it's, anyway, it's, it's, so in the Wonderlick test, it says he is a risen. No, it's the he's a risen. So. Uh, but being the one that has won the most Hears Arisen Bowls in his career, I would like to say thank you to the members of the Academy. Um, but at any rate, so we, we come up, now this gentleman is quoting the He's Arisen. Now, how are you familiar with the He's Arisen? Because I heard you talking about it one time before on the show when you were reminiscing a little bit. Listen, I'm going to hang up, but I'm going to leave you with this. Be in the Dome Saturday night at 5 o'clock and watch the Notre Dame-Syracuse lacrosse game. It'll be a good one. Thanks for the time. Have fun. Okay, brother. God bless you. Uh, there's a little uh, little note. Be in the Dome. I-, I was waiting for like a deal to go down. Yeah. Be in the Dome at 5 o'clock. Vinny will have the donuts and I got the stuff. I'll bring my guys. You bring your guys. Yeah, have them come down. Um, so... So the he's arisen. Is there a? You're not going to be around, right? You're out of here. Tomorrow? I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah, you're leaving tomorrow. It's over. <clears throat> no, he has arisen both. No, me. he has arisen. <laughs> no, we can do. We can. We can keep pushing this. You know, further. We can have it be like the. Uh, the. Uh, what is Billy going to say if I call him the right Alexander now? Hamilton Bowl? You know, right. For Fourth of July. Alexander. The Alexander Hamilton Bowl. Yeah. Well, when's the next time you're around? We'll come up with a bowl game around it. Come with the Arbor yeah. Bowl. You know, we'll yeah. plant a tree and we'll play. We could have the uh, you, Bastille Day. Do you remember the France Bowl? <laughs> you remember how we, when we were home, we would turn around. It, it didn't take anything for a game of something to break out. You know, we played legendary wiffle ball matchups. No, you guys did. Yeah, yeah you you didn't good. play that. Much. I had a job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I leave my house to go cut grass. My neighbor's lawns. I'd be gone for like four hours. I pulled the lawnmower out of the driveway like 10 o'clock in the morning. Nobody wanted the lawnmower going too early in the morning on the weekends. I take my lawnmower. I go rolling down the driveway. My brothers are in the in the driveway playing wiffle ball with the organ music, the Yankee. Oh, dun, dun, and dun, nice. And Daniel doing the organ music. Da, 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 da. They're playing. I go cut grass for four hours. I come back. They're still playing the same wiffle ball game four hours later <laughs> in the driveway. Dun, dun, yeah. It's, it's all tied tune. up at the bottom of the 13th inning. Extra innings here. Da-na-na-na-na-na. They played wiffle ball for four or five hours a day. That was that was a short day. There were times we played <laughs> wiffle ball for fifteen hours. <laughs> That's childhood, though. Cut the lawn to play wiffle ball. I turned the lights on. Let me think about it. They pulled that the car up and put the headlights on. Yeah, we did. 
We did stuff like the stadiums. Nike. Right. Any fist fights in the at the old uh, in not the ball game? No, not, not that bad. It wasn't yeah, we as bad didn't, as you we didn't have that. It wasn't that. that. That bad a guy going. Uh, there people. was a couple of Donnie <laughs> Brooks. I'd say the best fist fight we ever had. Well, he and I never really had a lot of fights, um, but Billy and I had a few. Um, but the best one was <laughs> he comes home. Xander, Alec went to uh, George Washington University, and he was away at school. My mother picked him up at the airport, and he pulls up in the driveway. I'll never forget this. And uh, my mother goes, she gets out of the car, and she goes, "Tell him." Tell him now. And I looked at him. I'm like, God, Mom, shut up, will you? So I looked at him. I said, I got, I got, I got really bad news, man. I got, I got. No, you said it was. I got bad news, and I got worse news. Worse news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, What's the bad news? He goes, I got. I was driving. Uh, I got seven. Uh, I got I seven. Got pulled over by the cops driving a cop. Unregistered, uninspected, uninsured. Yeah, whatever it was. You, you get the whole. You get the whole menu, and he gets pulled over, and he goes, I got, I got seven tickets. I go, Wow, that's real. And I really, I got sympathy for him. I'm going. My God, that's terrible. I'm so sorry. He goes, I got worse news. I told him I was you. I told him I was you. <laughs> so I had a suspended license and I'm going to jail. So the cops look at me going, you don't have your license on you, nothing? And I went, yeah, uh, April 3rd, 1958, Alexander Rabel. I give the, all the details because I know what's on his license. So I give the guy, he looks it up and he goes, all right, well, Mr. Bowen, your license is valid. And I'm like, all right, good. I'm going to jail. My brother so, did the same thing to me. He got a speeding ticket and he gave him my ID instead of his. Yeah, I didn't have any ID. I just he took my word for it. We, I look enough alike. We're around the same size, so I gave it to him. And the guy took it. He wrote out all the tickets. <laughs> I drove right back to the train station. I never went home again after that. <laughs> right. No, you swung it. You right there, there. You took the shot. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember, I remember it. It was nice. It was a cheap shot. I didn't see it coming. It was all right. So you think this guy should? You think this guy? What do you? What do you think about my lifestyle thing? About you know, don't always go chase the money. I Which think, I'm all for people making a living and making money. I that I preach, but thirty grand you don't want to sell your soul for thirty well, grand. Well, listen, we got a guy a, a similar situation. We got a guy named Tyus Battle. He's a sophomore. He was second in scoring in the ACC. He's he he he'll go pro, but he won't play on an NBA team right now. So the question becomes: If this is a financial decision, which we don't know what he and his family need, but if it's a financial decision. And I've spoken to a couple of really big agents in the NBA who have said he probably makes more money staying another year at Syracuse because if he comes out now, they'll sign him for the league minimum and they'll give him a signing bonus and he's going to the G League. So with that said, he's got no guaranteed money if he's not taken in the first round. If he stays and Syracuse goes deep into the tournament and is a top 10 team, he's on TV like eight times. Mm. And his name becomes more of a household thing. And that raises the amount of money the next season, next year, that he would be drafted for. He'd get a much more substantial amount of money. The big play on this is if he gets hurt, he's screwed. So run the risk of getting hurt. Now, this kid is even worse. He's going to the G League where you only make 30000 He's not a risk of making less money. He's taking nothing. And I believe it's going to backfire on him because I think he gets more attention if he goes and plays at Syracuse. Well, he will get more attention, but he's going to make $15 million whether he comes to Syracuse Never plays. Never plays. He's going to get drafted in the top. So, so, so that's what. Then that helps me. So he's going to get drafted. Yes, the he next will get year, drafted. whether he comes to Syracuse or not, he will get drafted. And and and, and they start him at what salary? Probably fifteen mil. Fifteen mil for his first year. Yeah. Well, then you know, never screw Syracuse. <laughs> no, no, but, 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 but no, I don't really mean that. But I'm saying, like for me, I can't, uh, I can't expect people to do what I would do. You know what I mean? Like I, like in my business, it's very easy to get caught into a. 
a loop where you're like chasing money all the time. And you don't always do what you want to do. Now that's a lot of money for somebody. Fifteen million bucks. You can't say no to that. Well, but he's going to make it whether he goes to Syracuse or not. The weird right. thing is, he's right. making fifteen million and thirty thousand dollars. Though you know, right. it's not like he's you know. Listen, it's not a huge it, difference over the one I, year. I I think you're right. He's probably going to end up um, um, playing. But I think that he does his career better to play at Syracuse. What do you I think do. this does to college basketball? If you're going to have all these like really talented kids just skipping well, college basketball, well, this is basketball. why I'm rooting against them because I think it. You know, even though we're down to what's called one and doneers, where guys that will play one year, which I think right now we're looking at three or four of them at Duke. You know, are just going to be gone. Yeah. So they come in as a freshman, they make their mark, and then they move on. The coaches no longer are disillusioned at the idea that they're going to hold a kid for four years that's a superstar. They're not. They're lucky to keep him for the one year. This is going to even take that away. What's this going to do to, to college basketball? If this guy turns around and does this and this becomes the trend, you're not even going to see the, the Carmelo Anthony's, you know, come into the league and play well, win a national title and then disappear. Let's uh, we're going to come back and talk about this a little bit more in just a minute. Let's go on a break. You're listening to Alejandro. Been days that confuse for so long. It's not true. You nailed it. You nailed it. under the bus. Like, you well, nailed it. You did. Threw him under. Glazed and confused, baby. Thanks for here. Partying down with glazed and confused donuts. <laughs> We're getting wasted. <laughs> yeah. On glazed and confused donuts. I'm, I got like a little bit of a like a, a little buzz off. I don't eat that sugar like that. I'm a diabetic. I'm, 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 that donut did me threw me down. Yeah, man. Threw me, down, threw me down, down, down to a party. Yeah. latest sports news scores opinion and commentary if that's not enough you should seek professional help espn radio 97.7 100.1 1200 a.m and 1440 a.m tomorrow syracuse lacrosse back in the dome to face notre dame face off at five arch pregame 430 on tk99 at espn 1200 This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. <laughs> wow. Wow, we sure. Yeah. No, that, that's great. <laughs> My brother goes, wow, it's called the Daniel Baldwin Show. Wait, I just got to chill. Be heads up. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. I forgot that. With the actual ESPN voice guy announcing yeah, it? Yeah, it was like the sports zone. This is something. the Daniel Baldwin The orange zone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought it was going to be. I, I went real original. Orange <laughs> it's like, juice. It's like, it's like in Raging Bull. Remember the name of his restaurant? He goes, what do you think I called it? What do you think I called it? And this is Jake Lamontis. My friend in an acting school, I'll never forget my favorite example, was my friend in an acting school. And they'd have like a, a, like a showcase where the people in the school would put on scenes and they would invite producers and everything. Right. And they had a little program. I remember and you those. thought they would name it like something you know, really interesting. You know, and, and instead it said on, on, the, on the program, it said, a night of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you got that. Things. Like, Things will be happening. A night of scenes. Right. Uh, do we, do we, who do we have on the line here? We have Steve in North Syracuse. Yep. And who's your screener, you said? Yeah. Joe Salzone. That's Joe Salzone. Joe, bring Joe in for you to meet. Yeah. Well, let's, we, uh, and we, we want to bring Joe in and interview him about his technique for screening. Yeah. yeah. Like, how does he get to the essential truth of the, of the call? A, it says, Steve in North Syracuse, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So, so we're a night of blind. scenes. We have a night of scenes. Definitely is. Steve, you got a scene you want to do? Monologue? Uh, no, no. But uh, uh, there's been some, some speculation about 
basically that maybe that salary that he'd get from the G League is not all he's going to get. Uh, people are thinking maybe agents might advance him money or uh, that the shoe companies who are now kind of getting kicked out of college basketball with the FBI probe might be trying to steer people to go into the pros so that they will have them under contract and maybe they're going to pay him something too. Uh, I've actually been an advocate for years that we ought to let everybody go right to the pros if that's what they want to, just like they do in uh, baseball or, or hockey, uh, and leave the colleges to the guys who want to stay for four years and get degrees. I think you'd have a lot fewer uh, recruiting scandals, uh, academic problems, discipline and legal problems, and you'd be able to actually build a team. But I, I was not hoping that it would happen unilaterally where our one guy who's in the top 10 decides to be a pioneer and, and do this. And in the meantime, Duke has the top three recruits in the country and they'll all go play for Duke and then we'll have to compete with them. So you can go right from uh, high school to the pros in Major League Baseball and football? Well, well here's, and, and here's something hockey, you may... Yeah. Here's something and you, not in the NBA? Here's something stop that? Yeah. you may be forgetting and that is uh, uh, and the Philadelphia 76ers were the uh, the best example of this because uh, back in the day when their announcer would announce them, he would say, and out of North Carolina, number 23, Michael Jordan. And he announced the name of the school they went sure. to. Yeah. So at one time, well, for, for a very brief part of one season, this announcer was able to say the only time in the history of the NBA, and at a PS193 high school, Moses Malone. And backing him up was, and at a PS204, Daryl Dawkins. He had two high school, straight to high school NBA basketball players because at that time, and, and, and you know, I would. When did they change that rule? Uh, oh, and why? Recently, after LeBron, I think, right. was the last one. Well, and, and the ridiculous part about it, I would love to have a kid that was in that position so I could challenge that. Because if, if he decided he wanted to go into real estate and make millions of dollars in real estate, you can't stop him. You can't stop him anywhere else but in the NBA. How can you stop a kid from doing that if he decides he wants to well, go? But, but, but again, we, we touch on a lot of complicated issues here, and I don't want to get too lofty, but he just made a good point, which is you could go into a profession – that, that doesn't resemble what we're talking about. I mean, you're not going straight into some major league ball and skipping college. You could go right into a profession which is basically as narrow in its focus as the sports field is. Meaning, you're not going to get some. You're not going to be getting a degree in history or philosophy you or be literature. An actor. Right. We, 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 but there's a lot of reading involved with that. Hopefully. But my point is, is that you could go into finance and just do the numbers on this kind of uh, really intense level, and it, it really is no difference. Meaning, you're you're, you're bypassing the liberal arts education that college was intended to do in a lot of ways. So I agree, I agree with the caller. Let the guy go right from high school to the pros. Let right. him go. I agree, let too. Him have, let him have the choice, the freedom. I, I, but no, I, wait, 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 help, help me out here. Mole? This is a mole question. Go, <laughs> go, go, go to the mole. Go to the mole. The Syracuse mole, by the way, not the Massapequa mole, um, who just passed away, right? <laughs> to the mole. No, the mole's alive. No. Billy, 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 Billy the mole's alive. Billy Nolan the mole Booth lives in Massapequa. Timmy Booth. Booty. I'll pull up a picture for you. Booty, Booty, Booty's no longer with us. Uh, Billy the Mole's still here. We're here with the Syracuse Mole. Now, Mole, <laughs> they killed that rule in the NBA just recently. Why? What about LeBron? I, I don't know the whole backstory on why they did it. <laughs> You're letting me down here, Mole. Why do you bring it up, Mole? He called right. on you. 
I have no idea. Drop the ball. Yeah, Alex, 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 Alex leaning on the mole a lot today. He this, he's failing in yeah, every time. You might time. want to go over to John. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't know if you guys read the email this morning. Mole and I are going to start our own show across oh, the hall. that's exciting. We're doing our own show across yeah. the hall. <laughs> but but why, why do you think that happened? What, what, what does it have to do with LeBron? It, it didn't have anything to do with LeBron. I just think he was <laughs> the last dropping. one to do he it. Threw the name out he there. was. I think he's probably the last guy in the league that was straight to... The NBA did it because they weren't getting really good players. They were getting kids who were coming right from high school who had played other high school kids, and then they'd come to the NBA and you'd have Shaquille O'Neal out there, and it would just it just wasn't good for the game. So they said right. you've got to go to college at least one year, play that guys sounds, at another level, right. plays at another level, right. and then you're so in the there. guys. So these guys that were high school stars, mm-hmm. very few of them really could make it in the yeah, NBA. like yeah. Kobe, LeBron. There was a make few it. that did, but then like you know they're like the Kevin Durant or whatever. But then there was the guy who. Just got swatted down by seven and a half foot tall guys. I'm going to use the LeBron tactic, by the way, to answer every question that I don't have an answer for. So they'll say, you know, what proof do you have that they faked the lunar landing, the moon landing? And we'll go, well, you know, LeBron. I'm just going to throw LeBron. LeBron. I, mean, LeBron. I, I would say he was the last one, I believe. It's never, it's never a good sign, by the way, when you're doing a live radio show and your technical team is doing their email in the corner on the phone. <laughs> Totally tuned out yeah. from the show, by the way. Yeah. He's which, the is, brought, which is brought to you guy. by Glazed and Confused Donuts. Glazed and Confused. Paulie over at Glazed and Confused. We just nicknamed him Vinny, but it's really Paulie. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Get a little tighter. Paulie, we're going to yeah. make you so sick of this song. We're make you so sorry you named this place Glazed and Confused. Anyway, so LeBron, okay? We got another caller. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <they're> just, <laughs> you want to go to break and then take the call? No, no, let's no, take, take the call. Steve I'm right excited. Now. Steve again. Come on, Steve. It's another Steve in Liverpool this time. So yeah, what's well, good? Yeah, I think I think he's not going to be making just thirty thousand. He can uh, get uh, shoe deals, uh, endorsements, and I think he probably signed with an agent already and fill up front like a hundred thousand dollars, knowing that he's going to be probably a lottery pick next year. Wait, is this the same Steve that just called him in? No, no that's just sounds a, an no. awful lot like him. That's no. a Central New York energy, <laughs> Alec. <laughs> we're about a four at all times, yeah. Everyone who has called has been basically laying been uh, horizontally. And <laughs> they're in couch lock. Right? Yeah, they're in couch lock. They're in couch lock. Okay, that's funny. So nobody's got any questions. They just want to call and get comments. Yeah. Why don't we just invite everybody in here for some donuts? <laughs> from brought to you by Glazed and Confused, by the way. The um, uh, nice. we can have them just come on in. Mole, you are you and me, man. We're gonna we're gonna make radio history together. You're locked in. Mole and you I are, are totally sympathetic. Mole and I are couch locked together forever. <laughs> You're mollified, man. Um, so so You're yeah, I, I think I think that uh, uh, I, I, this, this show has changed my life. It's changed my life. I say go for it. Forget college. Forget reading about Byron and Yates. And uh, all that other stuff, and, and, and Shelly, mm-hmm. uh, just go right to uh, uh, slamming and jamming and making some money. <laughs> Listen, I can, pull, I can pull it up on my phone. Let me tell you something. If Lord Byron could shoot the three, he would have played guard right to the he end. Would've, he would have written, written a word. <clears throat> he wouldn't have written a word. <laughs> he would have written some nasty words <laughs> in the bathroom store. He would have been dropping trays all over the place and signing 15 mil, right, Mole? 15 for Lord Byron. Correct. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, uh, LeBron. Wow. Uh, Do you have any more callers, by the way? <laughs> exactly. uh, no. What's, what's the call-in number? What's the call-in number? Uh, yeah, you don't want to give that out. 315-437-7644 okay. is the number. And as a matter of fact, as we go to break here, we'll take caller five. You get $20 in uh, glazed and confused donuts. Is that our currency right now? Yes. I like it. So, Polly Donuts at glazedsyracuse.com. Uh, Wait, we'll give, give me you that you number again, please. 315-437-7644 is the number if you'd like to call in. Caller 5 right now, you get 20 bucks in glazed and confused donuts. That's a currency. <laughs> so long, it's not true. 
Dogs what? in the booth with Matt Park. The Texas Rangers have introduced the Dilly Dog. It's a dill pickle stuffed with a hot dog and then deep fried. I'd make a slight distinction. I think the dog to pickle ratio is a little off. Give me a good hot dog. Then maybe wrap it in like those pickle slices. So now you got more dog than pickle. Now you dip it in the batter and fry it. In the booth, two to three weekdays. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Find us on the web at ESPNSyracuse.com. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now. And we're back. Hey now, hey now. So, uh, do we have a? We're gonna do. We have a caller, right? We we're we're gonna try this. Oh, we're gonna do something. This, we're right, gonna try see. this live on the air. We're gonna try and see how Joe sells on screens or calls. Oh, that's, that's right. one dead. Again, we're leaning on the mole too much. I'm telling you, yeah. you're going mole. <laughs> the mole needs to go back, go back to trade school. <laughs> yeah, the mole drives cars. Code well. must be used. Uh, Jesus. code must be used. Mole. Are you trying it again? This I is mole's farewell show. Listen, quiet. Polly. Yes, Polly. Ah, oh, he's just. I'm sorry. Who's this? Is this a radio show? He hung up on me. He just hung he just up. Hung up he, on he, a he hung up on a caller. This is... Call him again. This, this is why he's not I playing. Told... No, no. Let's call him on cell. Let's call him on cell. It doesn't matter. He's gonna. No, no. Don't call him again from there. He sees your number, caller ID, Polly. But we can't hear him over the cell. We can't hear him over the cell. He's just a Comes. stick in the mud. You're calling him. He's not going to answer. He's not going to answer now. He's Look at him. so unfun. That's him? Yeah. That's Sal's own. Get in here. Joe. Joe, come in, please. Joe, come here, please. Joe Sal's own. You... <laughs> Joe, come on in here and sit down, Joe. Joe, here, Joe. Sit right here, you can't play along with a radio take, take bit for two seconds. I, I, I got to go take a leak anyway. Yeah, so. uh, so have a seat. Have a seat, Joe, please. We're going to bring Joe in all the time. Yeah, all right. sit right there. All right, Joe. Joe. Yeah, we need to know a, a call screening. Put the headphones on. Yeah, we want to talk about the call screening, Joe. Yeah, put the headphones on. Because what we're using, we need, we need to have information on, uh, on, uh, on the screen. Yeah. Uh, so, so, why did you not play along with a bit on the radio? Because hello, it, is it, I'm calling in now. Yeah, hello, please, Joe, screen the call. <laughs> screen the call, Joe. Screen. Please. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Uh, ESPN call. Radio. Yes, I, I'm a caller from a local area. Uh-huh. I'd like to ask a question of uh, Daniel Baldwin. All right, what's your name? The name is Greg Tully. <laughs> Tully. I'm from uh, Nassau Shula's Daniel's old neighborhood, but I live up here now. I live in Tully, actually. Oh, <laughs> Greg Tully in Tully. It's named after my great-great-great-grandfather. Who am I speaking to, please? This is Seth. Seth is your name? I don't, don't want to be jailed. That would be Joe anyway, I, I, want, I want to ask. This is the, uh, this is the I have season tickets. Uh, I just moved up here to go see the Syracuse game, but I have very bad hemorrhoids, and I was wondering how was the seating there? Were the chairs comfortable? <laughs> Answer the man's question, Joe. The, yeah, they're they're fine. They're very comfortable. You, you don't have you get... been to many of the Syracuse games? What is your name, Seth? It's Joe. Joe, where are you from, Joe? I am from Long Island. You're from Long Island, so you understand. You know, Long Island, one in nine people. You've heard of the organization One in Nine? I have not. One in nine people from Long Island have very bad hemorrhoids, Joe. <laughs> it's terrible. 
and I'm one of those people uh, afflicted that way. And I'm just wondering, well, what is the level of comfort of the seating? At the, is it still called the Carrier Dome? Or did they change the name since they, uh, since they did the Baltimore Colts thing and snuck out of town in the middle of the night? <laughs> What's the name of the dome now? It's, it's the Carrier Dome. It's a carrier dome. Okay. I'm just inquiring about the level of comfort to the seat show because I'm sore as hell down there. I got to tell you, it's terrible. <laughs> One in nine people, Joe, is a curse of being from South Shore, Long Island. Anyway, Joe, uh, what do you do there, Joe? Are you the official call screener? Uh, uh, yes. You're, you're in charge of all the uh, uh, screening all the calls? For this program, yes. Yes. Well, Joe, no offense, but I think they can go out on the street and grab the first kid coming out of a grade school. He can do a better job than you're doing. I think you're right. You're fired, yeah. Joe. You're oh, fired. Oh, that's terrible. Terrifying. He's gone. We lost Greg no, Tully. We lost the color. What? Greg Tully gone and another piece of donut in my mouth. You know, my favorite part of what's happening right now is the people who are ch- uh, checking in on Facebook to hopefully I see... in the bathroom. What did I miss? Nothing. <laughs> no, we just had a phone call. Get a phone call. Get a phone call. Greg Tully from the yeah. old neighborhood called. Did Greg call in? <laughs> yeah. He did. already moved up to Tully. He, he did. He did. He, he did. has family up there. Yes, yes. He had a long family lineage from up there. Fantastic. You're doing a great job, Joe. <clears throat> You're doing a great job, Joe. You know, Joe is kind of... <clears throat> Here's the best cutaway. Look at Paulie. What are you thinking, Paulie? How are you feeling? I, I can't take him. I can't take him. You can't take Joe? No. He's kind of the hemorrhoid of this show. So there's a tie-in. You're better off interviewing a hemorrhoid. You are. He had Jacqueline. So I'm doing the morning show, and Jacqueline comes in for a week. What are you doing there, guy? You Buffalo Bill in that (laughs) (laughs) dome? I'm gutting it. I'm gutting it. You're just taking the scalp off that thing? What are you doing, guy? I'm scraping it. Okay. So go ahead. Jacqueline comes in, and Joe's really excited. Six to nine in the morning. we got to get up really early. He doesn't see a lot of women. First That's day, exciting for him. Jacqueline's smart. Without she goes to Dunkin' Donuts, and she brings him like an egg sandwich. You, you want to get take care of Joe? Give him food. Yeah. So, gives him the food. Second day, he comes in and he gets the Joe that we're used to getting. He looks at her and she goes, "Hi, Joe. I got your sandwich. You want this?" No. And like mumbled. So Jacqueline kind of looked up at him and she looked over at me. I went. You don't realize what he's like. So <laughs> we go through an hour of the show, and he's not acknowledged anything I've said to him. And he has to, so Jacqueline goes out, she vapes, and she goes out to vape, and she's like almost crying. She goes, did I say something wrong? Why does he dislike me? But she's taking it all personally. I'm like, it's just Joe. You got to understand. You got to understand Joe, you know? It's how, it's, that's Joe came on the show yesterday. And Joe informed us that he knows he's going to die alone. Yeah. He said he was dead serious. Yeah. I know I'm going to die alone, and I know that it'll be messy, and blah, 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 I don't care. He's starting to think he deserves it now. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in and ruin our show like that. All right. So, what's going on now, guy? Okay. I got Let's get back to, to sports. <laughs> we do very little sports here. So, our, yeah, we really don't. It's ESPN. I don't know anything only, about sports. He is for entertainment. Right. What do they call? What are the sports they have for the Olympics for people who are, who are uh, disabled? Paralympics. The Paralympics. This is like the para radio. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'll give you that. Go ahead. I'll give you that. The Wonderlick test for me is usually a bus window. Oh dear. Did you did you take the Wonderlick test? No, I'm scared because uh, I don't want people to know how stupid uh, I am. Alan no, turned around no. and says he he scored a fifty without grading. I like yeah. that fifty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you just give, I just give myself a fifty automatically. <laughs> are you with me, Josh? You don't want people to know how stupid you no, are. No, I took my SATs. I know I'm an idiot. I'm not trying to prove to the world anymore. I got. I think it's seven fifty. What's the highest you can score? Sixteen hundred. Probably like fifteen ninety. 
That beat me. <laughs> I can't even spell it. 1580, maybe. You just go 1580? No. Did you hear what, uh, what Billy's daughter did? His daughter, Jameson, took the ACT, which is now out of three groups out of 36. So you do English, you do comprehension, and you do math and science, four groups. She scored a 36, a 34, a 33, and like a 25 or 24 in math. Her math was on. But, but she like blew it out and still didn't get into UCLA or get into Berkeley, Billy said last night. I'm like, we don't know somebody out there that can help her get into UCLA? Come on. Do we have any callers? No? No, nobody wants to talk <laughs> Wait, to us. Wait, is Greg telling you? Greg, Greg, tell it to Greg. We got nothing? No, nobody likes us. Wow, let's get Beth in here. What's the number again? 315? 437-7644. 437-7644. Yeah, I'm a little dazed and confused by this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that people aren't calling 437 7644 I guess and Mole just dropped the ball again. <laughs> we're inside the five. We're going to do the sweep. We pitch Mole the ball, and the yep. ball's going to squirt down. Okay, Paul from we're gonna uh, get that from, from Glazed Confused has texted me saying, yeah, the Vinny Glazed thing is... Glazed and Confused. Glazed and Confused. He says, uh, the Vinny thing's funny, but that's really not my name. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's, now, where is Glazed and Confused? Where are they located? Uh, we, all three, don't all three of you answer at once. What does it say on the box? It's downtown. It's it's right up over uh, off the thing. I don't know thing. where they're located. www.glazedsyr.com. What's his name again? Paul. Paul. I'm 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 I'm, I'm giving myself a hernia here, Paul. Uh, trying to trying, trying to get this done for you, buddy. Okay, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm your boyfriend today. www.glazedsyr.com. Glazed He's holding the box upside confused. down, by the oh, way, folks. Thank you. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It doesn't I, get any better than this. It's the mall, everyone. It's the mall. Where'd you get the car? Where'd you get the car? Did you rent the car at the airport? I always rent the car at the airport. I always, I always rent one kind of car, a car I love, and they didn't have it. What was it? Chevy Cruze, baby. I rent the Chevy Cruze. The Chevy Cruze. I like the Chevy Cruze. That's, That's a rental very car. Very common, man. Dude, you're missing out. Why don't you go to the Lou Brego and the Village? What is that, man? Drivers Village. What yeah. is that? Drivers Village is one of those has like 29 dealerships in it. Like no, but mega I'm, I'm renting a car truck. at the airport. Yeah, Lou will hook you up. You go in there, you tell him, but a beep, but a beep, but a boop. I know Danny B, Danny Baldwin show. Who's going to come pick me up at the airport? Lou will come to whatever you need. Whatever okay, you need. Anyway, You're at the I like a Chevy Cruze. They've got a they giant got Chevy. Chevy dealership there. They got Your Chevy's. brother rents the Buick biggest LaCrosse. cars car. I've ever seen in yeah, my Daniel's life. Daniel's got to have the whole, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're driving in yeah. Escalades yeah. to New Small York City. Small women, big trucks. LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm absolutely. He's I'm a bowler. Do we got the? Do we got the? Uh, uh, should we go to break and grab a break and then come yeah, back? We just had a break. You no? did. Oh, I had to. No, no you had a break. We can do wrong with uh, Joey's calzone. Yeah, calzone. Yeah, calzone. Who just dropped the ball again? He's just not an on-camera. I person can't get over how many callers you have. I mean, that board's just lighting up like a like a slot machine. Does yeah. it offend well, you that we had more callers for donuts? Yes, than, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Twenty dollars in donuts. Let's go to break Delvin. and try to let's go to break and have a production meeting. Figure out what are we, we got a caller. We got, <laughs> we got a caller. Delvin let's go. in Syracuse. Delvin, bring it, D. <laughs> Come on, Delvin. What's up, Delvin? Delvin. 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 Get it right. Delvin. How you guys doing today? What's going on, man? Um, I was just wondering. Now that the gentleman is well, the little kids leaving Syracuse are not going to be playing for us. Our draft class with that with him there, we were supposed to be higher in the ACC next year. Now with him leaving, what do you guys think that leaves us? Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm, there's a couple things. This is why what his decision 
is really shameful as far as the program is concerned. Because if he had done this, let's say, you know, with even a week left with people that hadn't signed yet, but he's done this with everyone that's worth having committed to go to where they're going to go. So either we're going to go get, you know, Dolache, the kid that, you know, is from Slovakia, to tell us about his cousin that no one knows about we're going to offer the scholarship to, or Syracuse is screwed for it. But it does help me in one way, which I guarantee now I'm going to win a bet that I had with Paulie, which was he said he did not think that Jim Beheim's son, Buddy, would play next year. He thought he would redshirt. After we lost this guy, Buddy's definitely playing next year, and I'm going to win my lunch bet. But I, I, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why he screwed him. Uh, and, and I'm going to cut you off right now because I got my I, wife my wife calling in. Were you there, babe? What do you got? Hi, hi. We're on the, we're on the show. Delvin wants to know what's going to happen to our ACC standing. Yeah, what's going to happen, what's going to happen <laughs> to our what, ACC what, what, standing? What Delvin wants to know. Delvin. We have more calls? Oh, we got a ton out. Let's go. We got a ton of calls, babe. We're going to have we to cut her loose. Hang up on her. Nice to talk to you, sweetie. <laughs> nice talking to you. So, we're, we're at work, baby. We yeah, got to go. Who's go on again. the phone? Let's go to Jarrell and Clay. Jarrell, what's up? Jarrell. Hey. Neil before Zod. Danny, how you doing? Come, we, Neil, we missed Neil, you last, Neil we, before we missed you last week in Buffalo. Oh, were you at the the... Uh, the Pat Sheridan Celebrity Invitational? I sure, I sure did. Oh, quite, baby. Quite, quite the scene, let me tell you. Uh, I, it had to be just <laughs> ugly. You know Sheridan, who we had in here, the Philly Specialist Boys? <laughs> oh, yeah. These guys were at his 50th birthday. Can no, you imagine that what that was rager. like? Oh, it had to be. There had to be. They had an eagle. An eagle flew in. They had an eagle for the. They, they actually a, got they a real had, eagle they to fly in. They, they, yeah. they had a bald eagle, like literally an eagle. Oh, I like, like a it. real live eagle flying. I like that it. was crazy. That's the best. No. Not a virtual um, eagle. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, a real was, this was a real eagle. Not a drone. <laughs> Someone drove by and threw a dead eagle. Yeah. <laughs> they, put, oh, no, they put a dead eagle on a clothesline. It, yeah. it was there. <laughs> a stuffed eagle. Oh. Someone threw it like a football. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady came in for the throwing of the eagle. <laughs> That's right. They got, Foles. they got Nick Foles to come in and throw the eagle. Nick Foles. Right. What's going on, brother? Anything else? Yeah, well, the whole Baisley thing, it's its a kick below the belt. And you, you, I don't want to sit there. I don't like that adults go on Twitter and, and smash the kid. He's got to do what he's got to do. The system stinks. It stinks for SU fans and fan bases because he was a big piece of the puzzle next year to hopefully get us over the hump and be in the conversation for national championship favorites. Right. Losing Baisley, the program's not going to suffer. We're going to be fine. We're going to move on. But it's a big loss. And kind of shocking. So, what can the end? What it has to, they had to adapt the baseball rule? You, you got to make it a commitment by a certain time. It's not fair to the, it's not fair to the university and the teammates who are expecting this guy to be here next year and the coaching staff. And I feel bad for Alan Griffin who busted his butt to get him here, and now all of a sudden he's gone. It, it's it, the system stinks. It's not the kid's fault. He's seventeen years old. You know, you the bring up you got to be better. You bring up you bring up a really really good point, and I'm going to adopt this right now and say that this is what it should be. I don't even have to think about this because of how well this fit. Why shouldn't you have to do the same thing as a player as you have to do as the university? So I'm, what I mean by that is he allowed the window of opportunity to close. By a certain date, you have to sign. By a certain date, you have to decommit. If you don't decommit by a certain date, you can't pull this kind of crap that he just pulled on Syracuse now and say, oh, guess what? I changed my mind. Because it leaves Syracuse high and dry with being able to find somebody even close to comparable this late to sign. He should have to either sit out a year. If he doesn't want to play 
and he doesn't want to play in the G League, he doesn't want to play in college, you can't force him to play. But you should tell him he's not allowed to play in the G League or play anywhere else if he breaks his contract that he had with Syracuse. That's what they should do. One more call from uh, Mary, Thanks, bro. Mary at the front desk. Uh. We'd like to talk about da- glazed and confused. Wow. Mary from the front desk. What's up? Hi. Go ahead, Mary. Tell us what you got. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, glazed and confused is located at 211 North Clinton Street. Did you get that? That's great. Uh, just for our listeners North, out there who may want to stop by and get a really good donut. 211 North Clinton Street, Glazed and Confused, www.glazedsyr.com. Has anybody ever gotten more for their money on an advertising? I, mean, we are, I this think guy, they this need to double down. call us and tell us to shut up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if they overthrew the place and there was like thousands of people out there? I love it. I do. I love it very much. Let's take a quick break and we'll get to Jake and... Uh, East Syracuse when we get back. Nice, Jake the Snake. All the best local takes. Orange Nation. It's hard for me to grasp how they won that game. I have the same feeling after yesterday's game that I had a couple years ago that Sunday night in Chicago. Daniel Baldwin. When you get to those types of coaches, the Bear Bryants, the uh, Joe Paternos, Mm -hmm. it's your staff that's really running those last few years. Brent Axe. What is controversial about the zone? Did it have a sex scandal or something? What is controversial? ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. at 14. 1840 a.m. The Crunch are back home tonight against the Belleville Senators in the final matchup of the regular season series between the teams. Countdown of Crunch time starts at 645. Puck drop at 7 on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel hey now. Show. Hey, right, listen, you got to pay attention. Resort and Casino. You paying attention? You're on, you're on, you're on. Here you go. You're on. You're on the show. I'm recording you through the phone. I'm going to ask you a very simple question. You need to. You need to settle this argument for me. Are you ready? Who are you with? Who are you? I'm with? with my brother Billy. I'm FaceTiming Billy, and I'm going to lay this question out so you don't know which way to. You know which way I went. Which way Xander went. Okay. So we played the. I'm just going to lay this out for you. Three bowl games. One was the Turkey Bowl. One was the Baby Jesus Bowl. What was the third? He has risen. He has, has risen, arisen. or he's arisen. Oh, it, it's, he is. It's it, technically it should be he is risen, but since we were such bad Christians back in the day, God knows what we might have said. Okay, speak for yourself. Is, he, he is, is arisen. arisen. Alex says he's arisen. I said he's arisen. You're going to cut we corners you. any way you can. We wanted you. We wanted you we, of course, you're going to have the laziest speech of anyone. I mean, he's arisen. <laughs> back then, Jesus, Jesus moved the rock away from the cave, and you're there. Daniel Bowen was back then. I'm like, what happened? I heard, what's up with Jesus? I heard something happen. And Daniel goes, he's arisen. <laughs> and they go, what? <laughs> and so they misreport the story. And then she goes, this is why history reporting history. He's arisen. <laughs> he's a resident. Yeah. 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 This is what you say when you want to go into like the public pool. He's a resident. <laughs> yeah. He smokes resin. <laughs> he's in the resin. Right. He's in the resin. Great about that resin. <laughs> he's on the reservation, according to All right, you. You were absolutely no help to me. I was really hoping you were going to rush to my side on this one. I'm calling Billy, Steven. Billy, do me a favor. Oh, he hung up? He hung up. There's <laughs> a testament to open up his eyes. Yeah. You ever notice how he talks? Well, it's three hours earlier. He's like this. He never opens his eyes. It's three hours earlier over there. Okay. We got, any call- we got a caller. We got Jake in East Syracuse. Jake in East Syracuse. Oh, come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. 
All right. Hey, Baldwins. I just <laughs> wanted to drop a point. Less about Baisley and more about Matthew Moyer. He just transferred out, and just right after that, Baisley announces that he's not going to be coming next year. And I almost think that that's more of a loss. We're losing an experienced player, two years in the system, would probably stick around and play a full four years here. He seemed like a really passionate guy, like he bled orange. I'm bummed to see him leave. I'm bummed to not have Baisley come to campus, but I'm almost more bummed out to lose Moyer. Uh, but anyway, that's all I've got. Thanks for taking my call. Well, uh, okay, so I hear from a, uh, f- from an emotional standpoint and a, and, and a Syracuse fan maybe, but that would be like saying um, Patrick Ewing's not coming and we're sad we saw Ronnie Cycli leave. You know I mean? Like, okay, but one's Patrick Ewing. This guy is going is a dominant, one of the best players in all of high school basketball that has decided now after committing to come. So, so And Moyer... You know, even with a seven-man rotation, was the seventh guy and barely played. So I don't, I don't, I don't see. I think Moyer is trying to. Uh, Paulie brought it out best. I couldn't understand the Moyer move. I wondered why he wouldn't stay here in Syracuse just because he'd be on a team that was that good. And Paulie brought out you know the best point. He doesn't want to go pro. He does. He knows he's not going to go pro and player. He just probably really wants to play. And so I know what that's like at 57. I still run down to the gym and I play basketball because I love to play basketball. I love to play. It's frustrating for me, you know, to watch kids go by me who I'm a better, I was a much better athlete than they were when they're their age. And now I, you know, I, my mind still tells me to move with them and, and, but I can't do it anymore. I can't, I just physically can't play with Vance, you know, Vance, Billy's, Billy's son. I can kill Vance, you know, in basketball five years ago, kill him. Mm. And now I'm in the last five years of deterioration while I watch him move and I see his shoulders where he's going left and my body, yeah. Yeah. I just can't go left there. Yeah, I yeah. can't get him. It's, it's, it sucks. It sucks. Watch that. John, and Sy- John and Syracuse. Johnny and Syracuse. What's going on? Uh, not much. As far as Baisley goes. <laughs> There's our four. As far as Baisley goes, he should have been told ahead of time, you have to commit to the G League before you make a written letter of intent commitment. Because once you sign on a dotted line, you shouldn't be able to just turn around and say, well, I'm not going there. I'm going to the G League. And I think that's what eventually will happen. But it's not going to do us any good now. Right. Right. Well, this is kind of like, uh, you know, this reminds me a little bit, not the same set of circumstances, but it reminds me of when uh, John Elway came out uh, of, of Stanford and Elway turned around and he was supposed to sign with the uh, with, with uh, the Colts, and he didn't want to play for the Colts, so he he hung over the head. I'm going to go play baseball. I'm going to play for the Yankees. If you don't trade my pick to a team that I want to play for, I won't play football at all. And so you know, again, it, it's different, but it smells of that because this kid made a commitment. He, he essentially is drafted and made the commitment to Syracuse, and now he's gone. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go play for somebody else. I'm, I'm not going to bother. We got to take a quick break. We're behind a break, so. Oh, when? What did she say on Clinton Street? What was the address she said on Clinton Street? No one wrote it, wrote it down. No one wrote Man, it down. this is the most. I'm so glad I'm not over in Iraq with you guys right now. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Glazed and confused. www.glazedsyr. Glazed and confused donuts. Uh, what did you say his name was again? Vinny Pauly. Vinny, Vinny, is, Pauly. His name, is his name? His name is Paul, but I call him Vinny Bag of Donuts. But his real name is Paul. What? His name is Paul. Confused. 
Paul. Okay. You need more than that? It's just Paul. Well, no, no, guy met, it's just last name out there. He just wanted to name out there. Glaze and Confused Donuts is our sponsor today. They've given us uh, $25 million uh, <laughs> in in-kind services mm. for the entire, to underwrite the entire season. What's the name of the show again? The Daniel Baldwin Show? It's called the I Daniel gotta, Baldwin I Show. I got chill just saying it. I got to chill just saying it, baby. The Daniel Baldwin Show. You're going to do uh, Tony we'll Force? I like it. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Are you friends with Michael Rappaport? Hey now, yeah, I know Mike. Yeah, he's on a roll right now. Oh, he's tough. He's just killing it. He wants me to do his show, Rappaport. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's on the air, man, on Twitter. Hey, he shoots those tapes of himself. Oh my God. Oh my God, he like singes he's, the hair. Who did he just kill? What woman did he kill? Uh, he killed a woman. Yeah, he killed a woman. <laughs> I mean, he excoriated her on the air. He didn't kill oh, her. Oh, he he. And be careful. He, he, he might as well. He might as well have killed her. He might as well have killed. I don't want to call him Globe. I like him. You, you like Josh? Josh you're the one that came up with the name Globe. Globe. Well, I didn't mean Globe. Yeah, we were on FaceTime the other day, and you said his head looks like you a said Globe. his head looked like a Globe, and you yeah, called him Globe. I'm going to say call him Globe. It's a cool <laughs> nickname, Just because I say you're a Globe, while you look like a Globe, your head looks <laughs> like a Globe. Doesn't mean we name you Globe, <laughs> like with shirts and jack jackets. Say Globe. Well, on. is is there a Massapequa Globe, or can I be the only Globe? You're the Globe. Thank you. Then I'll take it. We'll come up with a better name. All right. right. We'll come up with something. Sir Charles Barkley. He looks like Barkley. Thank you. He's the white Barkley. Thank you. He's the white chocolate. (laughs) Warkley. He's Warkley. I'm Warkley. Warkley. I'll take Warkley. He's Charles Warkley. Yeah. He's Charles Warkley. He said Charles. Charles. Charles Warkley. I'll I'll take Charles. Charles Warkley. I love it. Charles Warkley. What's your first name again? Josh. Josh. So he's Charles. You've been here an hour. It's Josh. Josh. What's the name of the donut guy? The donut (laughs) donut guy. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Paulie Vinny. Paulie Vinny. Paulie Vinny. All I know is Mole. They get a good nickname. (laughs) It's right there. Mole. And I came up with that nickname. It works. Do you want to know the story? I thought so, we were going to talk about so, our, our tepid movie careers. We're going to talk about our tepid movie careers. I'm going to give you this story so you understand the introduction of the mole. So I'm on for like, you know. Charles. I'm on for, uh, Charles. I like Charles. I'm right here. What's up? So I'm Sir on Charles. So I'm on for like this a week. Story. Right? And, and Joe Salzone is sitting in. Paulie's actually the producer of many shows for here at ESPN. If you don't remember, so, Joe Salzone was that pile of bland laundry that we talked about earlier. We're going to remedy that in a moment. We'll make this phone call. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I bring. So. 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 Joe is here, and I nicknamed Joe Larry Dickman from the Clint Eastwood of player of Larry Dickman. Right, right. So, because he dicks everybody in the whole show. Uh, sh- All right, sh- sh- so I can say that. <laughs> so, so did you dump that? No. Oh, good. Oh, he's, he's a man. man. So, sorry, he's a clean. man. For the, he's young, a real for man. the youngsters. Out. There's no youngsters. There's no one listening to the show anymore. <laughs> so, so I got him in here, and I'm de- trying to develop this Larry Dickman character, and it's hard because I don't get anything as you see back from him. So I'm kind of just basting this guy every day I'm on the show. So I go to walk in the door, literally 30 seconds before I'm going on air, and Paulie stops me at the door right here, and he goes, hey, uh, by the way, we've decided that Joe's not going to be on the show today. We're not going to have Joe on the show. We're going to experiment. I looked at him, and I went, yeah, right. So I went to, and he goes, no, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. He, he's, he's not going to be on the show. And I went, well, you might want to check the credits, because it's called the Daniel Bolt. And I, I flipped oh, out on it. Lost it. So, of course, I don't realize that in where we work, and what we do, you can scream and yell at somebody, and like five minutes later, you're having sushi with them, and you're shooting another shot, and no one really cares. Well, this is central New York, and they're, they're a little more sensitive, and, and so I got pulled into the great Ed Levine into the office, and I got buried. Don't ever raise your voice in my place again. Don't ever- Who like, said that? This is the owner. So, <laughs> Here? Yeah. 
Don't, don't ever raise your voice don't again. Don't raise your voice again. Don't know. You would never last here very long. You'd be gone. The, 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 you raise your voice well, on I, the air? Well, no, not on the air. I was in the hallway before we were on the air yelling at Paul. Oh, you were yelling at Mole? I was yelling at Mole. Which is Mole's game, I think. I think Mole drives people to that edge. He does. No, he does. No, he does. Like you left the room and people walk up to Mole. They were slipping number 20. Like, hey, you did it again, Mole. Yeah. <laughs> nice he just tips, he just, it's a nice game. Job, I am beloved in this building. You are we're going to make a phone call now. Can we dial on your phone? It'll be on the air. You want to try cell zone again? No, no. Write it down. I'm going to give it to you right now. You're going to dial 315. He's going to call the acting school. Yeah, we're going to call 1315. 488-8898. I don't this know if the this school is legal of visual or and not. Performing arts. Hold on, just to see if the answer. This is the School of Visual and Performing Arts, their communications Inform director. Inform them we're on the air immediately. Yeah, we will. Yeah. This is uh, 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 Erica Blust. Erica Blust from the uh, communications and media recorded. relations. We're gonna then I'm going to leave a message. Okay. Could she can hear me through this thing? Yeah. I? Hey, I'm calling for Erica Blust, please. Uh, is this communications and media relations? You got the wrong number. I'll say, okay. You so. called the Chinese restaurant, <laughs> Paul. Thank you. That's the mole. Mole just called the Chinese restaurant. He mowed me. I'm going to scream at you, mole. I'm going to get escorted <laughs> out of the building. Okay. Try to get, wait, wait, wait. 315. He dialed it wrong. I dialed it. It's so great. Wait, wait. I just called the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I did. I, call, I killed uh, Mitsuba. 315-443. He gave him the wrong number. Shh. 315-443-5891. I call the Chinese yeah, restaurant. Lead with lead. lead. What's your name now? Lead Erica? Erica. Who, who you are and you're on the yeah. air. Yes, I'll tell her first. I'll tell her first. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her. No, I'll, I'll tell her. her. No, we don't. It's the Alec Baldwin show. <laughs> it is. It has become hold the Hold on. Hold on. I'm good with that. We'll leave a message first. She's not going to answer. Well, they never answer. Pie. Come in, Pie. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Hi, this is Erica Blust, Director of Communications in Syracuse University's College of Visual and Performing Arts. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I'd be happy to return it if you leave me a message. Thank you. Yes, Erica, it's Alec Baldwin calling you. Uh, I'm here at the uh, radio station with my brother. What's what's the call numbers again? W what? This is uh, ESPN, ESPN Radio Syracuse, the Daniel Baldwin Show. ESPN <laughs> Radio Syracuse, the Daniel Baldwin Show. We're live on the air. I'm calling you, Erica, because I want to speak to you about arranging a scholarship I want to donate a, uh, a, a, a to-be-determined amount of money to establish a scholarship in, uh, let's say, improv comedy or sketch comedy or uh, kind of a UCB groundlings thing, any kind of a comedy uh, training there. And we want to name it after probably the worst member of the staff here, Joe Scalzone. Is it Scalzone? <laughs> no, it's Salzone. Oh, Salzone. I'm sorry, that's a bad A. Right, right. That's, yeah, that, bad that's, a. that's what you, when you were in prison, you should have gotten better handled. <laughs> Um, Joe Salzone, who works here, and he desperately needs improv comedy training. He desperately needs. So we want to donate money to you. Uh, what's the phone number here at the radio station? Uh, 315-472-9111 is the business office, and you can ask for Polly. Ask for Paul. They yeah. can ask for Paul. Yeah. All right. So, 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 but, but, but Joe Salzone, we want to set up a scholarship in his, in his name in uh, improv comedy. Thank you so much, Erica Blust. At uh, Syracuse University School of uh, Drama. Thank you. That'll be the weirdest good. voicemail she gets do we, today. Do we have any calls so far? No calls? No. Boy, mm -hmm. the board is just burning up, man. It's Lighten up, big Al. Do you want to do a so here. what there, or do you want to talk movies? Let's do so what. What's so what? What's so what? 
All right, so so it is. He's going to say something of national recognition or something about, you know, so-and-so retired from baseball. Rusty Staub passed, passed away. away. Right. I saw so, him at uh, Rayo's not too long ago. So you're going to say either so what, like it's total BS, who cares? Or you, if you don't think it's so what, you need to explain why. So you have to I'll explain. let you go first. You go first. All right, God. Well, we'll go around the horn on each so what. So go ahead. Thirty-six-year-old Scott Foster made his NHL debut last night for the Blackhawks with seven saves, uh, winning over whatever the WPG is. That? Who's that? <laughs> I don't know who WP, but they won. Chicago Blackhawks won Chicago with a guy Blackhawks Winnipeg. Won. Is it Winnipeg? Yeah, yes. Winnipeg. Cool. Yeah, that's who. That's who they beat. Even I know WPG is Winnipeg. Thank you. Thank I mean, right. Come on, Charles. <laughs> Charles. Come on, Sir Charles. Sir Charles. <laughs> That's absolutely not a what I mean, this guy. Oh, this great. is a, this is a movie. I want I want, the, I, I want the rights to this. Yeah, it is. Cinderella this story. is what they write. This is the stuff you write about. This yeah. guy's an accountant. He hasn't played since college. Beautiful. They stay. They get. They're literally looking for anyone to back up their goalie just in case for one night. And the goalie gets hurt, and this guy gets between the pipes for a full period, makes seven saves, and wins in the NHL. That that's an incredible story. It's awesome. I want to write the script. That has happened locally. We had a guy it's who beautiful. went to Oswego who uh, was just like a college goalie, and then ten years later, he's like the equipment manager for a team, and they called him into to in the net for a little while. But but they didn't call him to net for the Rangers. Right. They called him in the net for a, a, you know a, a minor league. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. This guy stepped into the big show. Right. He was asked as a quarterback to quarterback the Giants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's not a so what. I'm with. What I'm else with you got, Charles? Sir Giles coming at you. HBO's Paterno debuts Saturday, starring Al Pacino. Well, I think you can never count out Al. He did great as, uh, um, what's the record producer's name, who went to prison? Uh, Pacino did that uh, piece. Uh, uh, oh, the Phil one Spector. Who, Spector. Did the Phil Spector one for HBO, yeah. who's great in Angels in America for HBO. You know, a lot of times there's great actors who, uh, maybe their age is a factor, or maybe it's not a factor. How's age is a factor? Now? Well, no, but I mean, I'm trying to be kind, which is that yeah. they're just that it's tough to get a job in feature films. Feature films is for Marvel and uh, you know uh, Iron Man and all that kind of stuff, and then you know whatever crumbs fall off that table. And a lot of the best character work is done on TV, as we've all known for the last ten, fifteen years. So good for Al that he found a good script, and I'm, I'm looking forward to see that Paterno thing. That's going to be great on HBO. So I, what, you know, um. I'm not going to say so what. I'm going to say I saw him. Why are you do, indifferent? Why are you indifferent? I saw him do on any given Sunday, and I I didn't think it was not that Al's not a great actor. I just didn't. I wasn't impressed, and I don't see him as the right guy that should have played Paterno. They could have got somebody else to do that. That would have been better than like who? Uh, I would have taken to play Joe Paterno. I would have liked to have seen. Um, uh, Who's the guy from uh, um, curly haired guy from do the right, do the right thing from the pizza place? Um, uh, Annie Aiello? No, 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 no. no, no, uh, no. Uh, um, New York City right, kid. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he was on my podcast. Um, oh God. Um, uh, really good actor. He's got a brother. He's an actor too. I think. John um, Turturro. 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 Yeah, yeah Turturro. I, I, I would have loved to have seen a guy. Like a John Turturro yeah. to to uh, um, to play that role. I mean, he would have been a great Paterno. The guy who played Carmine Ragusa <clears throat> also would the have big been ragu. A, yeah, would have been a good, with the uh, big ragu. I'd say never. You can never rule out uh, Pacino. Never rule him out. Never rule out Pacino. Never rule out Pacino. Big Al. Uh, I guess we got to look. At that. Uh, <clears throat> How many you, calls? You got anything? Final story. <laughs> <Any calls? laughs> Final. So what? 
There's now been a chilling link discovered between sex dolls and psychopaths. So what? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's love mannequin. Leave those people alone. Sparked an obsession that now Leave has those psychopaths you. alone. Leave them Je- alone. Jeffrey Dahmer had a love mannequin? Yeah, he had a love mannequin, did which really? did? sparked his obsession with necrophilia. <laughs> that was worth doing the show. Right, right. Just, if, in all the tributaries, we could have gone right. down in the show. There it was. Just to have mold. That's why we keep them all Full around. Full blown. Like, yeah. not even an ounce of irony. Go, Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, had yeah. a love mannequin? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the t-shirt. Yeah. For the show. <laughs> ESPN. Right. Syracuse. Jeffrey Dahmer had a love mannequin. <laughs> Did you know that Kenny G can blow a note for four minutes? Yeah, circle breathing. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't. Just want you to know. Yeah. All right, I want. Jeffrey Dahmer could too. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer could blow yeah. a note for four minutes. Yeah, that's exactly breathing. right. All right, call. How much time before we got a couple minutes before we go to a break? I want you to call this number now for me. Oh my god! All right, call this number for <laughs> oh, me. It's here. my turn now. Ready? Three one five two five four eight four three five. We're just giving people's numbers out on the air. That's pretty cool. That's right. Yeah, that's cool. Because this guy is going to get bombed now when he finds out. Let's see if he answers. Tell him he's so on the radio. I'm going to take care of cell zone. I'm going to tell him. Answer the phone, Rob. Answer the phone, Rob. You can do it, kid. Does this number come up and it says who it is? Uh, it usually comes up blocked. Does it, come, it comes up blocked? Yeah. That's terrifying. Why would you want to do that to me? Then the guy's Your not going to call has been forwarded <sighs> to an. Right, that was Rob from Funny Bones. I was going to see if they have a private class. <laughs> get, we, get, we have every Friday, we have There's the Funny Bones. There's a Funny Bone in his body. Oh, not wow. a Funny Bone in his body. It's really sad. Actually. Get ready to cue the music. Get ready to cue the music. Here we go. We're going in. We got, what's, wait, have her call. Wait, where is it on Clinton Street? What did she say, 211? Yes. She said 211. So, Mary said. Did you write said, that down? Yeah. Mary said 211. Mary said 211. Hit the music, baby. Today we're brought to you by Glazed and Confused Donuts, www.glazedsyr.com, 211 Clinton Street. Go pick up an outrageous sampler of yummy donuts from who's our guy? What's his name again? Paulie! Paulie. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer had a love mannequin! <laughs> are we, are we going to like, that didn't phase you guys we, we at all that no, Jeffrey Dahmer pumped a mannequin. Yeah. Why would that phase anybody? Other Jeffrey side of this, every- we have a giveaway Best of the Baldwins DVD pack. Now, so how are we going to do this contest? I can explain the other side of the commercials. Right, we've, we'll go, we'll go, I'm going to have this the t-shirt. This should be the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he just designed... Jeffrey Dahmer had a love mannequin? <laughs> that should be the t-shirt. We'll be right back at ESPN Radio Syracuse. NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey, now. And we're back. We got Tim on the line. Bring Tim in. Did he hang up? No, he's still there. He's green. Okay, there we go. Green okay. is go. How's it going? Tim, what's going on, buddy? I just wanted to say uh, I'm actually I'm in early recovery, um, so I appreciate all the things that you do um, in the area and on those fronts. Um, Alec, the... His his role in Boss Baby, I watch. I've watched that movie a hundred times with my kids. He's funny, cat, and isn't he? hilarious. Um, you know. Um, well, hey, hey, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's not talk about him. Let's talk about how proud I am of you and what you're doing right now and getting clean and how important that is, bro. God bless you, man. I'm really, 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 really proud of you. Keep it up. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, I got finally. It seems like I got everything going in the right direction, and uh, I'm happy where I'm at. And 
So life definitely is the way to be. Good for you, bro. Good for you. God bless you, man. Thank you. All right. So we have we have uh, uh, so where do you want to go right now? We, we got, got we got, got the Mole Award. We got another <sighs> call, don't we? We, we got, got another call? yeah. Callers trump the mole. So Callers trump the mole. You got another call right go now. To Tony in Syracuse. We're going to Tony in Syracuse. Tony, bring it home. Hi guys, how are you? How are you? I'm I'm trying to figure out what donut I'm going to get here because I'm down here at. Uh, get the Jeffrey Dahmer donut. <laughs> 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 make it worth a while yeah. then the show this way. Yeah, you don't stuff the Jeffrey Dahmer. You gut it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, talk about the Yankees. That's better than that shoe. <laughs> the, about talk the about the Yankees. Talk about the Yankees. Yankees. What happened to Hangle? Did she call in yet? Who else uh, on there? What do we got on the other yes, line? Yes, yes. You got Hangle? Yep. On three. What do you got on three? Come on home, Janie. Who's that? Janie. Hello? Hello? Oh, wait, 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 Who's this? Hello? Who, who, who's this calling? What's your name, caller? What's, what's my What's my name, caller? I, I feel like I'm not supposed to tell you my name. Just give us any name, then. You can give us a fake name. Any, well, uh, uh, Veronica. Veronica's your name. Wow, what a sultry, compelling name. I, I know. Did I'm you know that Jeffrey like Dahmer had a love mannequin? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Veronica, what's your question for our staff here, Veronica? What do you Or what's your comment? What do you want to tell us? About I, the I, you know or... what? My my question is for you, Alex. Yes. I would like to know how great of an influence your wife is on you. Oh, <laughs> Veronica, Veronica, you've opened an enormous not a can of worms, a barrel of worms. Uh, uh, I'd like to comment. Go, go right ahead, please. I'd like to comment. It is the Daniel Baldwin Ver- stuff. Ver- Veronica, I would like to tell you that I've known my brother for fifty-seven years, and I have seen him do many, many things. But until he found his beautiful, amazing... NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back. We got Tim on the line. Bring Tim in. Did he hang up? No, he's still there. He's green. There we go. Green is go. How's it going, Tim? What's going on, buddy? I just wanted to say uh, I'm actually I'm in early recovery, um, so I appreciate all the things that you do um, in the area and on those fronts. Um, Alec, the his his role in Boss Baby. <laughs> I watch I watched that movie a hundred times with my kids. He's a funny cat, isn't he? Hilarious. Um, you know, um, well, hey, hey, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's not talk about him. Let's talk about how proud I am of you and what you're doing right now and getting clean and how important that is, bro. God bless you, man. I'm really, 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 really proud of you. Keep it up. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, I got finally, it seems like I got everything going the right direction and I'm happy where I'm at and sober life definitely is the way to be. Good for you, bro. Good for you. God bless you, man. Thank you. All right. So we have we have. Uh, uh, so where do you want to go right now? We, we got, got we, we got, got the mole award. We got another call, don't we? We, we got, got call? another. Yeah, callers trump the mole. So callers trump to, the mole. You got another call right go now. To Tony in Syracuse. We're going to Tony in Syracuse. Tony, bring it home. Hi guys, how are you? How are you? I'm I'm trying to figure out what donut I'm going to get here because I'm down here at. Uh, get the Jeffrey Dahmer donut. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> make it worth the while, yeah. then the shoulder sweat. Yeah, you don't stuff the Jeffrey Dahmer, you gut it. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, talk about the Yankees. That's better than SU. <laughs> the, about talk the about the Yankees. Talk about the Yankees. Yankees. What happened to Hangle? Did she call in yet? Who else uh, on there? What do we got on the other yes, line? Yes. You got Hangle? Yep. On three. What do you got on three? Come on home, Janie. Who's that? Janie. Hello? 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 Who's this? Hello? Who, who, who's this calling? What's your name, caller? What's, what's my What's my name, caller? I, I feel like I'm not supposed to tell you my name. Just give us any name, then. You can give us a fake name. Any, well, uh, uh, Veronica. Veronica's your name. Wow, what a sultry, compelling name. I, I know. Did I'm you know that Jeffrey like Dahmer had now. a love mannequin? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Veronica, what's your question for our staff here, Veronica? What do you or what's your comment? What do you want to tell us about I, the Baldwin I, brothers? You know or, what? My my question is for you, Alex. Yes, I would like to know how great of an influence your wife is on you. Oh, Veronica, <laughs> Veronica, you've opened an enormous not a can of worms, a barrel of worms. Uh, uh, I'd like to comment. Go, go right ahead, please. I'd like to comment. It is the Daniel Portman Ver- show. Ver- Veronica, I would like to tell you that I've known my brother for 57 years, and I have seen him do many, many things. But until he found his beautiful, amazing, loving, and incredibly smart wife, Ilaria, he was lost and foundering at sea. And now, uh, and now, and now he is fulfilled and complete. That would be my answer to that, Veronica. That's did you, did a you good answer. That, Veronica? Alex, what's your answer? What's my, well, my answer is, Veronica, and I'm going to share this. This is a very intimate reveal here that I'm going to share with you, the guys in the room, and all 11 of our listeners out there. <laughs> I'm going to share with you that my wife is the greatest wife in the world. She is a woman. Uh, we can't let's set that aside. She is a woman. Which means so, she's a genius, right? The word you're looking for is genius. <laughs> That could be one word, but I want to say I'm eternally indebted to my wife. She's given me a great life. Uh, she's an amazing person. My wife is a truly, truly amazing person. Where are you calling from, Veronica? Where? I am uh, calling from from not so close to you. I I am a fan from afar. Are you in New York City, Veronica? I I maybe I am. From the sound of this call, I can. I'm very good at deciphering tones. I got. I, I wasn't. I was an acoustician for the FBI in a former life, listening to tapes and so forth. You sound like you might be in downtown Manhattan. You in Lower Manhattan? I would say that's about right. Would you say you're south of 14th Street, east of Fifth Avenue? I would say that's about right. Interesting how I picked them. And thank you so much, Veronica, for joining us today. It's really been a pleasure having you. Thank you. In, you guys probably get a few more calls if you. Uh... If, if it was a better show. A <laughs> <laughs> what was your Thank say? you, Veronica. We get more Thank calls you. of what, Veronica? Let's take our next call. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, guys. Bye, Veronica. Bye. Thank you. Bye, sweetie. We got Jane on the line now. Now we go from your wife <laughs> to <laughs> our <laughs> sister, Jane. <laughs> to the hungle. <laughs> to the hungle. Hungle, you there? Yes, I am. Rich Caster, ladies and gentlemen. Rich Caster. What's your question there, Jane? I just wanted to call in, spread some love. It looked like you needed a little viewer support. <laughs> you're right. You're, 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 hurting, you're hurting in the viewer department. So. I, I, you're, you're actually, how dare you? This is the number one downloaded show in ESPN since Central New York. 7,500 downloads per day. Do they really? Yes. That's what you have? Yes. 
So how many people? So people download. Do they yeah. listen to it live? It's going over the air. No, they go home and they download the show and listen to it when they get home from work. But nobody's listening to us live now. There's, uh, you said Some, it eleven. Yeah, the people that are calling. The one that right. call, that's right. why I saw a few callers. Steve right. is listening. No, most people. All <laughs> six people listening have called in. <laughs> no, no, that's actually not true. What what I found to be true is that this is one of those shows they play in the restaurant uh, uh, um, uh, kitchen. You know what I mean? So right. people are listening to it and they're coming <laughs> no in comments. and listening to it. And, but they're working, you know, they're, they're not, you know, so, but the so download, the he has the number one show downloaded in all of Central. Sir Charles. No, yeah, thank you. Charles, Charles thank is you. large. Talk Charles a little radio Charles shop. in charge. <laughs> Charles in charge. A little, a little radio shop. They say usually if, if you're lucky, 1% of your audience calls into your show. Yeah. yeah. So, Unless you're so, giving out $20 in donuts. And then yeah. Right. Yeah. Are we doing Rotten Tomatoes or what? Yeah, we'll do that after right, this break. So, we'll so break. no, let's lay it out for him now because we're going to run out of time. So here's <laughs> what we're what? doing. Here's what we're doing. When we come back, so so you need to take. There's four movies. The four worst films. Each of myself well, and my brothers. Uh, well, I consider them great. The the, the the worst films we ever did. Go ahead, give us the titles. Uh, yours was Car Fifty Four. Where are you? Right. right. Andron for Alec. Uh, uh-huh. Steven was Slapshot Two. And Billy was uh, a pyromaniac's love story. Okay, so a good movie. Each of these films scored a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. No one pyromaniac's love story got a zero. None. Yeah. No one liked it. It sucked. <laughs> so, so, so. With that said, we want you to guess the combined cost of buying all four of these films as the all-time worst Baldwin Brother films. If you, whoever gets closest... We'll send you a package. We yeah. will send you the four I, films. I bought the DVDs. I, he bought them. He's, and we should get some t-shirts if they have them. From Glazed and Confused. Oh. www.glazedsyr.com yes. through Paul's 11 company. Clinton Street. I will throw in. the music. Cue the music. We'll and throw in a $20 gift card. A $20 gift card from Glazed. North Clinton Street. 315-214-5544. We'll send you a Baldwin's Worst DVD package <laughs> and a Glazed and Confused t-shirt. And the person who gets the closest. I mean, if you, if you nail it. If you nail the exact amount, you get to go home with Alec. No, you get a Jeffrey Dahmer love doll. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer love doll. That's Text. quite a package. That's quite, that's quite a, a swag bag. That is. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer love that's doll. Like, that's like hosting the Oscars. Two eight eight zero six four four three one five two eight eight zero six four four. That's the number. You text in Sir your amount. Sir Charles, text in your amount. <laughs> it's like the price Are we is right. For a commercial, then we're going to come back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get mol- We gotta get mollified. Yeah, we'll get mollified. I want to see his face. See if you can make him cry. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. (laughs) Are we on? on? We're just having a conversation. Did you bust his eggs on? Are we on? Just bros talking. Just bros talking. Are we? Just totally broed up. He broed up. Yeah. Now, we, need to, we need to mention that if you're uh, having, a, if you go and get some fabulous glazed and confused <laughs> donuts, www.glazedsyr.com, two eleven North Clinton Street, for the most yummy donuts you could imagine. Then you get back in that car, and that car isn't so great. Well, you've stained. You've been enjoying the donuts so much. You've stained the seats, and you don't know no, you want the car. You, no, you haven't, because all the donut goes in your mouth. You never stain the seats with the glaze. Never? You're stain free. Really? Gla- glaze, stain free. Glaze and confused. You never let a crumb drop on the ground because it's so wipe fabulous. a little off your hands. You hold that the melted because they're so chin, yummy. Like a, like a trough. Yes. Like one of those. Th- Show one us. Of those eat things. the donut. Yeah, and then you eat the donut, and then all the crumbs. Don't pretend you don't want to bite the donut while you do the. I've had plenty of donuts. Believe me, my lifetime, I've had more than my share. But my point is, you get in that car, and the car's not so great. 
And uh, uh, do, we, do we have, what other music do we have? Have you got uh, uh, Everybody's Talking At Me? Harry Nilsson? Do you have a Drive by... Uh, um, how about uh, Harry Nilsson? How about this is, Cars this by Gary Newman? Yeah, that's that a terrible guy. selection. That, that's not what I asked for, Mole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are you looking was, for? Harry Nilsson, everybody's talking at me. Which I thought was kind of uh, kind of off center, kind of good driving yeah. music. But of course, you want to hit the ball. Maybe you need to be with uh, Slovak. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> I, do not, I do not. You have need it. to go to the improv class. Slovak. What's his name again? Paulie and Slovak. Joe Salzone. Salzone. Joe Salzone. Your age are terrible. You didn't learn how to write them when you were in jail. Sec- you're going to be the first recipient of the Salzone scholarship <laughs> yeah. to uh, improv you. acting. Slovak and the Mole is my favorite comedy duo. <laughs> Slovak in the mall. It's like the new Laverne and Shirley. Slovak in the mall. You heard of Chico in the Man? It's Slovak in the Mall. Exactly. Play, play Gary that. Newman cars. What I don't got? even know if I have that. You don't have it? I what did you get the first one he asked for? What do you have? I don't have that. What do you have? Go to YouTube! We're wasting too much time on this. So we've got. Uh, you need, we, we, we where should, the, where do they go the, get the car? We they go the, get the car where? You go to Driver's Village, man. Driver's Village. You see the great Lou Brego. You go to Driver's Village. Who's going to drive Let you home? home? Yeah. Not Tonight. Jeffrey Dahmer. He's going to drive you home if you're an inflatable doll. That's, for That's sure. right. Can't Driver's go Village. Home. Driver's Village. Thinking. Where are they located, Driver's Village? Driver's Village is like in Cicero. They've got about 8,000 cars, 27 dealerships. Lou Brego, a personal friend of mine. What's his name? Lou Brego? Lou Brego. Lou Brego. Okay. Yeah, Lou Brego. Okay. Lou not Brego. the Mambo number five that guy? That sounds like a no, dish you want. I'll have the Lou Brego, please. Yes. Let me have a with cup the, of Lou Brego, please. Uh, Josh, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you, will, you, will you reach behind that television right there? There you go. Oh, here we go. Now, we'll let, well, let's look this up so we get this correct. No, no, we're going to break out of this now because we've got a very important award to give. Take a look. You're going to hand it to me this way. Take a look at this bad boy, Big Al. You ready? Is that for me? No, it's not for you. Is that my gift for doing this? So, in. in, in, in I you guys have a giant swag so bag. So no, with donuts. One those, with one of those bottles of champagne inside a glass case, by the way. You know, you know what you get? A set of steak knives. But anyway. Better than nothing. That's right. So, so Paulie really grew up in San Diego. And he was a huge Tony that. Gwynn fan and a Padres fan. And so I told the great one, Ed Levine, and I told uh, Steve, I think you're the most underappreciated, hardest working person at this place. Ah, oh, thanks. And so I went out online and I bought him an autograph. Tony Gwynn has passed away since one of the last mm-hmm. guys to bat. The last guy to bat 400? The closest. He came closest. That is a signed, certified Tony Gwynn Padres jersey. And it is my gift to you for my appreciation for how hard you work for me, man. I awesome. Really wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mole gets a signed Tony Gwynn Padre shirt, and I get a donut? you got to be kidding me. What do I get? you got two donuts. But what do I get? Did you, did you have like, is it under the table? Is it like a big swag bag? Yeah, there's me? a big swag bag. Like, for like, it's back at the, the house. Those leather-bound yeah, albums it's back with at my the house. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. back at the house. you got to come over. you got to come over. It's waiting for you. <laughs> it's at the house. Yeah, it's at the house. Right there for you, baby. <laughs> Your dog chewed it by yeah. now. I could get you yeah. a mole-signed love mannequin if you did uh, no, like that. I don't think anything. anything. All right, great. Anything. Here it is. Driver's Village. Driver's Village here, 5885 Circle Drive East, Cicero, New York. The phone number there is 877-514-1748. And the website, of course, as one might imagine, is driversville.com. You're munching on a fantastic donut. You've been watching a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer documentaries <laughs> on uh, Discovery Channel. and you're, But your car is shabby. You know, you're aware, you're awake, you're tuned in, you know everything. 
but your car is hurting, head on over to Driver's Village in Cicero and tell them the Greg Tully sent you. <laughs> <laughs> tell them the mole sent you. Yeah. Tell them the mole sent you, man. Have well, we had any guesses on the price for the calls, ball, We have for calls. The ball oh, price calls are up. What are you doing? Mole, what are you doing? Molified. Can we identify the caller? Yeah, God. let's go to... I don't think Sal Zone's the problem, quite frankly. Steve, <laughs> Steve in New York, whatever that means. Wow, so my brother Steven? Steve, you Hello? There? Yeah, hello. Hello? Hello? <laughs> yes? Is this uh, the damn yelling Alice uh, Baldwin's of show? <laughs> yes, uh, it certainly is. Yes? I'm so excited to be talking to famous people. <laughs> yes? <laughs> it's this uh, idiot. Really, I just wanted to say hi because I was bored. You wanted to say hi to us because you were bored? Yes. Okay. We now have the third recipient of the Salzone Scholarship <laughs> Award at Syracuse yes. School of Visual Performance. Let's go to our next caller. Let's go to our no, next no, caller. No, no, it's someone we know. No, it's not. It's someone we know. It's not someone it we is. know. It is. I'll bet you $1,000. No one we know is that bad at this. Okay. Caller? Yes? Identify yourself. We, we know, or they're going to cut you off. So, who is this? You have absolutely, absolutely know who, uh, Matt, no idea who I am, actually. Matt or Neil? Oh. Is it Matt or Neil? We have no I'm idea sorry? who you are? What's that? Do we know you? No, you actually don't. Good, cut I him just... off. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Next caller. Delvon again? Delvon's back? Yes. Delvon. What's up, Delvon? You're blown away. Yeah, you're, blo- you're blown away by the quality of the show tonight, aren't you, Delvon? Delvon felt twelve people called. You thinking I'm here, Delvon, and we've taken it all to another level? Is that what you want to say, Delvon? Oh, Me, Josh. Um, I listen to you guys all, all every day. First of all, but I think the, the price of the movies are about thirty-four dollars for all four. Thirty-four dollars for all four. So yeah. far, he's the closest. I'll give you that much. Wow. What are, what are the, all right. So we'll Del put you on hold. Might be getting the Baldwin's worst pack and a. Glazed and confused T-shirt. Right. He didn't get the Dahmer blow-up, though. He's not on the money. What uh, What are some of the guesses? So They're far? all lowballing it. They're coming in like around $10. $10 to oh $12 for all four. No, uh, $10 will, to $12 I will, for all four. I will say. <laughs> Wasn't Car 54 Where Are You the <laughs> yeah. most expensive? Yes. yes. Car 54 Thank Where you. Are You was the How most much was expensive. That? $3.99? Uh, no, that was Andrad. Oh! Uh, oh. Andron was the cheapest. But Alec wanted to defend Andron. <laughs> He did. Oh no! I have, I have no! I have no desire to defend. <laughs> I wanted to defend a free trip to Rome. I did that, but 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 the but the, but the thing is, literally, I would sit there, and the guy who was the director, lovely guy, Italian, obviously, they shot the whole thing in Italy. Italian crew, they spoke a lot of English, but I mean, some of the time I couldn't understand him. And the guy would just sit there and say to me, he'd be like, "Now, in the next scene, I like." This is the moment where the prisoners are running down in the maze, and then you appear and you uh, exhort them to go further, uh, take themselves to the very edge of existence, and these all this you know uh, uh, like philosophical BS. And literally, these people are like in a maze. They're like real people inside a game, and I would literally be like this floating head of the game master would come on and go, "You have served me well." Proceed to level five. <laughs> like all you'd see me is like my head show up, but like you know, command them to go to the next level of the game. It's max headroom. What's it the earliest horrible. in a movie either one of you guys have just been? Oh my god, this is terrible. What have I done? Oh, day one, I've walked into day one and gone, and we're in trouble. I don't. I mean, I try to avoid that because it doesn't help in terms of doing the work. But I mean, I've I've done movies where 
My, my, my favorite one was uh, my wife, uh, who grew up in Spain. Her family lives in Spain. Her par- parents retired to Spain and uh, in Mallorca. And as everybody who knows me knows, this dopey story, they, uh, uh, somebody who knows him, it's like six degrees of separation from my in-laws. And they say, would he ever want to do a movie in Spain? And they call me and go, you know, we don't know what you think, but this guy, uh, Santa, Santiago Segura, is the uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen of Spain. His movie, Torrente, which means disaster, uh, his a series of detective comedies, the first one, the original Torrente, is the highest grossing comedy in history in Spain. He does the movie and they say, do you want to do Torrente Cinco, the fifth installment of Torrente? So I sit there and I watch the first couple episodes of it and I go, yeah, this guy's really funny. I talked to him on the phone. He's really low-key, really smart, huge cinephile, great guy. I go, sure, I'll do it. I don't even read the script. I go, yeah, they're going to give me like the most fantastic trip to Spain. They're going to pay me some money. My wife goes to Spain. with He the plays the Jeffrey Dahmer doll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But long story short is we get on the plane and we're flying to Spain to do the movie. And I open the script and I'm sitting there and my wife's like on one side of me and my kids are, and I sit there going, oh no, oh no. And I'm like reading the movie. It's like, really, it's horrible. It's so horrible. But, you know. I, I have a fun, I have a better story. It was. Uh, is it a better story? It's a better story. I'll tell you why. We really could use a better story. I'll tell you story. why because we were both we, we were both involved right in it. So so uh, I did a movie. I won't say the director's name, but I did a movie. Nick Nolte and I were this director, and then the next movie he does in the states uh, or an American film is with Alec playing one of the leads. So. Alec is having a pretty hard time with this guy. It was one of the, fir- the few times my brother ever called me and asked me for any kind of advice. And he called me up venting going, this guy's an idiot. And he gives Which me guy? The- you, you, well, there was a large furry animal in the movie you did. About. Okay, okay. So, so he, uh, so he, he says to me, he goes, man, he, he gives me that. He jumps in out of nowhere, with, with, like after not directing us at all, and then tells me how I'm supposed to. I went, yeah, man, don't you know the key? Nolte and I had it down. He would come in and go, I, I think you should be really angry right now. And I looked up at him and I went, well, I'm the director of the FBI and the most powerful federal agent in all of California. Why would I get mad at a detective and a police captain? I could have 50 agents surround the building and shut them down in a second. I'm under direct orders of J. Edgar Hoover, blah, blah. Yeah, but I know, but just just give me one. I hate when a director says, just give me one so we can decide in the editing room. And I don't want to give that power away and do this. So I looked up at him and Nick just kind of winks at me and I go, okay, great. So the line is, you know, give me the papers or else we're going to, you know, kill you. And I went, give me the papers or else we're going to kill you. And they cut, Daniel, can you, oh, I want the really, really angry one. Oh yeah, really? All right, let's go again. Just give me the papers. And sure enough, you know, six times in a row, I don't raise my voice on doing anything. And finally, they get the message, I'm not doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so so for, for, for Xander, Xander was doing this movie, and this guy was really in his grill about, and then, I mean, he's done a lot of movies, my brother. Well, you know, but saying, you, you want to get along with the director. You want to get along with them, but if he's a dick, he's a dick. So what are you going to do? Are we allowed to say the word dick on the air? Yeah, you say dick. Oh, that's terrible. I thought we were trying terrible? to clean it up for the young people. We are. We have no. no we, 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 we have time. No, here's. What, I want to do one quick thing before we go out. Yeah, we're hard out of here at twelve twelve noon. We're out of here at twelve. We're out of here. We're out here three minutes. We're out of here three minutes. What do you got? I want you to call. Uh, uh, we're going to call Glazed and Confused and talk to Paul if he's there. Uh, I got the phone number for you right here. It's three one five two one four five five four four. Ask for Paulie. I want to find out if you got the T-shirts ready for me to pick up. I'm going to pay for them. I want a dozen XLs. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, 
Yeah, is Paul is Paul there? Is Paulie there? Yes, he is. Thank you. All right, one second. <laughs> Sounds bustling. Oh, one second. Yeah, well, that's why you can. We're breaking the door down. Guys from the studio. Hey, what's up? It's Paul. Hey, yeah, it's Alec. you're it's on Alec. the air, baby. Vinny Bag of Donuts, for God's sake. Paul, have you been listening? We've said the name of the company like 150 times. Listen, you guys are awesome, honestly. Now, what I want to know is, do you have have T-shirts? Do you have T-shirts? Do I have T-shirts? Yes. You do. Uh, Do you have any XLs? How many XLs do you have? You know what? I'll bring some down. i got to get them. We're getting it. So, this is fun. we got a T-shirt that says the Dizzy Pig for President, and on the back it says a pig you can trust. I don't want that. I I just want... No, I don't want that. I want the ones that just say... No, no, I'll, we'll come to you. Do you have a dozen of them? A dozen XL? Um, I can look and see what I have right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know if I'm, I have I'm, any here, but come on down. Come on, I'll give I'm, you whatever I'm, I got. No, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy them from you. No, right, we're gonna no, come no, by and see. You. Come on down, guys. Come okay, to the shop. It'd be awesome. All right, all right, buddy, all buddy, right buddy. Buddy. Hey guys, Alec and um, I left a, uh, a picture um, over there. Hope you guys can sign it to Polly Donuts. But come down. I'll give you what don't I got. Don't press your luck, Polly. Okay, don't press your luck. You're getting a little, you're getting a little greedy now, Polly. You crossed the line there, Polly. Yeah, I think I think you us a little bit there, Polly. A little bit, just a little bit, a little bit. I heard some things. We're oh, wrapping we it up. Wrap it up. Boy, right. time flies. But when doesn't you have it? No when you're amazing. Yeah, <laughs> when you have no listeners, and you're on the Daniel Baldwin show oh, here at ESPN Radio Syracuse. Oh.